Bloodbath! Oh, snap. We got Venom. Venom has invaded the panel. Venom has... What happened to Deadpool? <laughs> oh, Frank. <laughs> Here he is. <laughs> You're fired, Kyle. Kyle, you're fired. Look at the puppy. Look at the puppy. What is going on? All you Marvel movie maniacs out there. It's your boy Fat Samurai Guy back again with another episode of Versus the 40th episode. Holy shnikes. That's right. We are back again. And man, we have a full 10 badass people and one well nine badass people and one great ass people that's right let's go ahead and get to it because we got a so many people here let's see who the movie dojo army is showing up here first who do we got here in the house we have all right john martinez jake hall that's right who else we got here lone wolf ronin nathan that's right evelina that's right, Brandon, Robert, another samurai, Lady Danish, James, what's going on, guys? Todd, what is cracking? Omegon32, Savior in the house, Goji, and Lewis. All right, let's go ahead and uh, do a little introductions here. You guys know a lot of, a lot of these people, but we're going we're gonna, we're gonna to show respect. That's right, we're going to go around. All right, we have the tag team champions from the Metal Tavern podcast, DJ Anubis and Neko in the house oh shit and we have venom himself is here <laughs> martial artist stuntman filmmaker alex chung that's right and also martial artist stuntman filmmaker kyle wong in the house oh yeah we have ian from retro serial in the house we have owen from the action elite that's right we have derek here from flick snacks and nicks nicks and all the knacks we got to point that way. I know. It's like, which way is it? Nation. That's right. I make it up. I do my own versions of Derek's channel. <laughs> for fun. I like yours. Rob better. in the house. Welcome back, brother. That's right. And we have the legend Eric E. E. Rock Son. That's right. And I saw the I saw the little the little doggy. And Daisy. There you go. Aww. <laughs> and you all know him, Kung Fu Santa himself. That's right, Rick Myers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I decided to make this a versus because I was like, man, you know, I was thinking about both movies last week. And I was like, you have two movies, Marvel properties. One of them kicked the door, opened up the floodgates. You could say if it wasn't for Blade, we probably wouldn't even have an MCU. So it's groundbreaking in that aspect. And Black Panther was groundbreaking in the aspect financially basically because <laughs> it made a lot of money so you know props and you know great success to the filmmakers of black panther for making a lot of money and there's a lot of fans of running a new audience so that's how black panther was groundbreaking amongst other things which we'll get into as well but you have two amazing actors in the leads who have martial arts backgrounds both of them and you have two movies where both villains are very interesting and memorable. And you have two films that have a great supporting cast as well. So I was like, let's do it, man. Let's put both of these movies together. But there will only be one winner tonight, and we'll get to it. So since we have such a huge panel, fuck the plot synopsis, fuck the cast. Y'all know who's in here. All right, we're just going to get to it. 
Right, yeah. I want to make sure everybody gets a chance to shine and talk tonight, so I'm going to try to be brief, but I'm going to kick it off with Blade, 1998, son. And, man, uh, I just remember seeing the, the, the TV spot, and I, I didn't even really know Blade, the comics, that well. I knew from the seeing him on the Spider-Man 90s show. That's like my introduction mm-hmm. to Blade, really. And when I saw, all I saw was Wesley Snipes fucking Passenger 57 is killing vampires. What? <laughs> what? Wearing a long black trench coat and wearing sunglasses one year before the Matrix made it popular. Right? And I was like, I gotta see this. I gotta see this. And man, you know you're in for, for a great time when the opening action sequence is so badass and good enough that could easily have been an ending finale for another action movie. That's how you know you're off to a good start with Blade. And, uh, you know, I just, I love this movie so much. I ended up seeing it three times in the theater. Killed the soundtrack, loved the soundtrack to death. And just, it's, oh man, it just scratched the fucking itch, man. Like, I, would, I came out of that movie like, Ugh! you know what I mean? I came out of that movie yelling, Frost, man. Frost! I was going crazy, man. Like, it just was so badass. And, you know, the lack of budget and the movie running out of time to, couldn't really complete its special effects, even though a lot of the visuals look dated. I, I don't give a fuck. I went ahead and bought this on 4K where you can see them bad CGI even clearer. And I was still watching it on my goddamn TV going, Frost! All right? Don't give a shit. All right? Low budget 90s. What else do you want? And the movie ran out of time so they couldn't uh, you know, complete what they really wanted to do. But, uh, yeah, it's badass. Whistler, one of the most underrated sidekicks in comic book movie history. Uh-huh. And Boucher Wright's character, one of the most underrated female characters in comic book movie history. I buy her character arc so much more than Captain Marvel. That's right. I said it. Yeah, there's a lot of badassity in here. And you know what's interesting about Deacon Frost's character is usually I hate characters like him. But something about Stephen Dorff's performance in that movie made it work for me, man. Absolutely. So I, I love Deacon Frost in the film, for sure. Like, I was like, okay, he's, he's good. And you know what's really funny before we, I, I pass it on to, to Rick is, uh, I don't know if you guys, have, you guys have been keeping up watching one of the greatest comedic shows going today, What We Do in the Shadows. Have you guys yeah. been watching yeah. that show? <laughs> that it is funny, so dude. hilarious. Quinn. And I thought it was, I thought it was Dan o. I thought it was damn funny when uh, Wesley Snipes yes! <laughs> showed up on the show as well as Donald Logue yeah. came and showed up on the show. It is hilarious. Hilarious. But yeah, absolutely love Blade. And it was this Blade is so important because at the time they took a chance on an obscure character with a small budget and then made a lot of money. It did very well, and which opened the doors to, mm, maybe we should look into these other Marvel properties. So props to Braid. Braid. Blade. <laughs> Five stars, Braid. baby. Five stars. Rick Myers. Go ahead, Brad. Well, they had an, uh, you know, the special effects didn't make any difference to me because they had an amazing stunt crew on this. They had uh, Jeff Amata leading the whole thing up, and they, you know, they really know what they were doing. And it was really, and I also, I was also happy there wasn't a lot of money because then it could, all the stunt work could be. David Leith was a stunt man on this. They had an enormous amount of people who were doing well. And by the way, as far as I know, uh, Samurai, your contention that this opened up the uh, gates 
is completely incorrect. Oh, what happened? Oh, shit. This was still the era. The, uh -huh. the, I mean, I, I have to mention this now. Uh, the Black Panther was not just because it made a lot of money. It was because it broke Hollywood's stranglehold on keeping the African-American down. Right. For years, Hollywood was keeping women down, keeping Asians down, was keeping blacks down. And Marvel's big success from a cultural standpoint is that they're saying to the rest of Hollywood, F you, we're going to give them their day and we're not going to hold them down. Because what happened when a, what happened with this movie is the same thing that happened with New Jack City. Huge success. Hollywood got together to make sure it became what Hollywood calls the exception, not the rule. Again, I told that story that I'm, I'm with Jackie Chan at the premiere of a police story at the New York Film Festival, and a studio executive looks at Jackie Chan, at, and we're in the elevator with this executive, and he says, you know, Americans will never accept the Chinese hero. And Jackie's, Jackie's producer says, what about Bruce Lee? And the, and the executive just, you know, oh, he was the exception. But as a rule, no, Asians don't make it. Women don't make it. Blacks don't make it. That's what they always did. They did that after Thelma and Louise. They did that after Alien. They were constantly putting out movies. So they started sabotaging all the next movies that had black leads. It wasn't until Marvel with Black Panther and now with Sang-Chi where they're just, and with Black Widow and with, other, and with Captain Marvel, where they're proving, no, the audience will come for this. You get away from us. We're going to make the money that you guys are just going to play your little ego games. So in any case, Blade was awesome. New Jack City was awesome. These were great action movies, great comic book movies. And they were, they were suppressed for the next couple of years. And you can see what happened to the sequels of Blade, and especially Blade Trinity. That was a classic Hollywood example of let's sabotage this any and every way we can. Yes, it was sabotaged. <laughs> yeah, but the first one, because nobody expected it to do anything, they yeah. left it alone. And also, right. oh, they didn't have the budget, they didn't have the time. But yeah, but even so, I remember I was, I think I was at the Albuquerque Comics Expo, Ace, and I had an extra day, and I saw it was playing down the street, and I went in, and I wasn't expecting anything, because again, no promotion, you know, just very little stuff. I come out of it and went, that was good. That was great. Uh -huh. And I was waiting for it. And then I saw the sequel. Then I saw, and I went, Hollywood back at work. Carry on. Who's next? All right. I'm still going with my theory that it did help Marvel. <laughs> 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 half, of, <laughs> half right, Rick. Come on. In well, a way, this, Kevin right? Feige. Yeah. Hey. I have, I have a great history. Well, now you got me started. I have a great history with Wesley. <laughs> Wesley used my books and used me as a consultant on his uh, martial art movie awards. Nice. And nice. I was, with, I you know, I was doing a panel with him at the the last Comic Con we could actually go to, a San Diego Comic Con, and he came in and he saw me and he went, "You and I have to talk." And so you know, we'll That's see. Cool. Awesome. He's got some plans, and we'll see what happens. All right, all right. Alex Blade. Oh God. Uh, I love Blade. Um, just like you, I was introduced to the character through the uh, 90s Spider-Man animated series. And I just thought, this is such a badass character. And then 
the next thing I know, they're doing the live action movie with Wesley Snipes, and and I think it was like my favorite movie when it came out. Like I absolutely loved. Uh, we all talk about the opening scene, but I keep telling people like you know, it's hard to find scenes that are made today that compare to the opening mm-hmm. scene in that movie, and it's so strong that it's it's it it would be quite. Uh, a task to uh, ruin this movie uh, after the opening scene uh, because, like, this opening is so strong. It's like, how do you, like, like it, the movie's already, like, 10 out of 10 just because of the opening scene. I'm going to move on from the opening scene. <laughs> um, I mean, the, the finale also had really good action. Um, oh, yeah. And I think the, the biggest thing for me is, you know, because we are, you know, comparing it to Black Panther, like, if my memory serves me correctly, I think the last big superhero comic movie that came out was Batman and Robin. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of faith uh, in the genre. Um, you know, this, remember this is before Spider-Man, before X-Men, it, before even the pre MCU Marvel movies, I guess this would have been the first of, of those that aren't like Roger Corman or whatever. And, you know, it doesn't have a, a was it a shared universe to back it? You know, it didn't have that marketing. It didn't have that hype. It's just, it just came out of nowhere. And it's rated R, which they make such a big deal out of these days. Like Deadpool's rated R, um, so it really ticks all the boxes. And really, yeah, it should be given the respect for what it a lot of what it did first, you know. And uh, I don't really have anything bad to say about it, but I will save one note for later on when we make a final decision. All right, copy that. All right, Nubis. Well, I was born a vampire. You all were merely turned. <laughs> <laughs> Udo Kyer. Gotta love yep. that guy. Yeah. Wade, uh, I have a special bond with this movie because I have no background with comic books. She has a little bit. I have none. Uh, but I remember going to watch this in the theater. And like uh, Rick said, I came out of it and I was just full of adrenaline. Like, I wanted to be a vampire hunter. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> uh, the cool thing about Blade is not just the action and the story, but the memorable characters. You know, Samurai, you brought up Steven Dorff. He is a very memorable villain, easily. And uh, it's crazy how good he was in this. Oh, that uh, scene. Also, I don't... I can't remember how you pronounce the, the other character's name. The guy who played Quinn. He's just one of those guys that, like, makes you laugh throughout the entire film, no matter how chaotic he is. And uh, he was a lot of fun to watch. And then, of course, getting a little dirty, Tracy Lords. the minute I saw the movie and saw her, I was like, I know who that is. I know who that is. <laughs> okay. I think, I think most dudes during that time knew who she was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just it's well directed. Uh, I'd already seen Wesley in some other films like Passenger 57 and whatnot, and he's a great actor. Uh, the action in this was amazing. I don't remember, did he do U.S. Marshals before this, or was it after? After, after, after. way after, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, he's just really, really good on screen. This character, he kind of epitomizes the, the character in general. So, yeah, I just I really love that film. So, go ahead. <laughs> Me? What? Me? So, as I've said on many, many outlets, the the late 90s, early 2000s are my favorite time. So, when this came out, I was just, I have, I have no words. 
I used to have the replica of the sword. I don't know where it no. went. Because <laughs> we've moved twice, and I have no idea where it went when I was living at home to when we moved in together. And I don't know how many times I saw Blade. And I had it. I did not get a DVD player until I was well into my 20s. I kept up with the VHSs until they really were kind of stopping them. So I, I did have Blade on VHS. And Blade was one of my other ones, like The Lost Boys, where I watched it over and over and over again. Love vampires. I also really feel like the 90s always took chances on movies. Like, I felt like there was a lot of unique things that they pulled out of the 90s, not just Blade, but The Matrix, or you'll you'll see some random movie like uh, Riding in Cars with Boys or just something everything felt very unique in the 90s and again it could be because that was when i was younger but i just i really gravitated towards blade because the music the action everything about it and plus we actually just rewatched blade because i said to him i said i don't want to like just take my personal love for this movie and make it kind of like Mm -hmm. overpowering everything yeah. so we just watched it and there was a scene where uh wesley snipes did like the the throat grab just like patrick swayze did in roadhouse and i said those two got together when they were doing two one food thanks for everything <laughs> and that's how he got the idea of doing the throat grab and i was like oh. that's so Whoa. for me blade just makes me feel like i'm you know 20 again and there's nothing like that when you are me because the 90s were the shit in my brain and that's all <laughs> nice nice and not only did blade rip out the the, the fucking throat he threw it at his opponent. <laughs> that was great all right we're gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna flip it around here we're going straight oh, to rob where's rob there rob. he is that's right rob. all right blade you know, it's funny. I'm not a huge vampire fan. I never have been. And it's been even worse ever since the whole Twilight, Twinkling Star vampires. But I have a handful of vampire movies I absolutely adore. And this is one of them. And I know that's a weird phrase to use for such a violent, graphically violent movie. But um, this movie kind of this and Lost Boys. Um, intrigued me to watch more vampire movies then i went on to watch um interview with a vampire which i really enjoyed uh but i'm gonna echo what everybody else has been saying the opening of this movie in my opinion is one of the best openings in a movie you could get in cinema um the rave music the way that you kind of start slowly finding out that this is a club full of vampires and if you're not one of them you are basically dinner and for Blade to come in and clean house the way he did, uh, you knew within the first 10 minutes of the movie that this guy's an absolute badass. And when you kind of put a, a, a character on a pedestal like that so early in the movie, most times it's actually a detriment. Uh, but they actually found a way through good storytelling and a great performance by Steven Dorff to actually put Blade in a position where he could be compromised or he could actually be defeated. Uh, this movie, the only thing that hasn't aged well about it is the CGI, if, especially if you're watching in high definition. But that almost doesn't matter because the movie doesn't rely on it like a lot of movies nowadays. Mm -hmm. So that's easy to forgive. Um, this yeah. is easily one of the best vampire movies, in my opinion, ever created. It's a great hybrid of action 
and you know fantasy because you know vampires are fantastical creatures and um you know this is gonna be tough tonight picking between these two movies but i do i will promise one thing i will be picking a marvel movie tonight that i can promise. <laughs> wow <laughs> all right copy that hold on we got a super chat here bring it up donation to the maybe, church maybe a little, i know right What's up, Will? Thanks for the super chat. He says, Wesley Snipes in his prime, his performance surpassed Simon Phoenix in Blade 2. He refined the Blade character and was even better. All right. Thanks, Will. Thanks for supporting the channel and watching, man. All right, Eric. Well, uh, it's very, very bad for me to debate comic book movies because it's, it's, it's very bittersweet for me because, like, you know, everyone today you know, talks about going to cons and it's like, I was going to cons when they were like in malls and, <laughs> you know, there's like trading cards, like next right? to the baseball cards. Right. And so, and that's how I actually was introduced to blade. I got, um, I'm pretty sure it was the court of Dracula. Cause I was big into vampires. Uh, so I bought this comic book thinking it was a Dracula comic and it was actually blades introduction. It was his first comic. I want to punch myself for losing it but uh that's how that's how i got introduced to blade so when this came out you know everyone thought it was like a vampire no one at least my age even realized it was a marvel movie and that like really pissed me off because i was like yeah this is like this is huge because the only live action marvel movie i saw before this was Dolph Lundgren in the punisher so i was like really pumped about blade um so saying that uh i honestly don't have anything bad to say about blade because it's one of those movies like neko said is i could i literally watched it like a couple days ago just because i was going through the libraries on streaming stuff and i was like "Hmm, and put it on and kind of like what everyone's saying the cgi i don't i don't care at all yeah i think it's And the whole, you know, it kind of introduced something different, too, to, like, the vampire world being, like, the the daywalker type, you know, his mom was bitten by a vampire so yeah. while she was pregnant. So it kind of gave, like, a little twist of, like, you know, without, some vampire. <laughs> yeah. Copy that. So, and then you got badass that, shots like this, man. Yeah, exactly. It's like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Like, look, at this, look at this shit, man. Seriously. Yeah, and, his car and, is badass. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's it was funny because like at the time, like it was like right before Blade came out, I have like a list of like live action things like I always wanted to see. And Blade was one of them. And it was like Mr. Sinister. I always wanted to see live action, oh, Omega yeah. Red. And yes. Carnage. Carnage happened. And then I wanted to see um uh, who was the fifth one? Apocalypse, and that kind of happened, I guess. <laughs> so. right. All right, yeah. Ian. Well, Ian. hey, good evening. Thanks for having me on. I don't even know where to begin. Uh, let me let me start where I didn't, where I I don't want to start, basically, and that is I didn't see Blade because I was really into vampires, and I didn't see Blade because. 
Uh, I was into comic books. I saw Blade because as a lifelong martial artist, I have looked up to Wesley Snipes for many years and I consider him to be a primo martial artist. And so that's what drew me into the theater in the first place. He has one of the two best sidekicks. And I mean, actual sidekicks, not like sidekick, but sidekicks that I've seen on film. Uh, and so I think he's a, this an excellent, clean martial artist. You really get to see um, his abilities in this movie. But when I got to the movie theater and I was drawn in the movie theater and then remembering all those things when I was rewatching this, the show for this show, um, I remember thinking, you know, this is a, this is an awesome story. You know, this is a, this is a unique story and all the vampire kind of stories that are out there, they're all kind of vying to be the next kind of cool thing. And I thought, well, what could be cooler than, you know, you, you have half the, the ability or you have all the good parts, but not any of the bad parts. And there's a legitimate reason for it. Not just because, you know, when the sun comes out, you sparkle and you don't you turn to dust, but because your mom was bitten by a vampire. So you got some of it, but not all of it. And I thought that was really super cool. Um, I, I I loved the the movie. I thought the movie was good. I don't like I said, I don't care about the special effects like everybody's kind of already acknowledged. Um, it actually is a little bit endearing, you know, when you see that it's like when you see somebody who, who you really like, but also has a flaw and the flaw can <laughs> actually be a little bit endearing. And so when I watch it today, it's uh, when I see that little, that little tiny bit of cheese that's associated with it because of the special effects, it's, it, it's actually endearing to me. Um, I do have to say, I do have kind of a half of a down point for it. And this is just a half point. You know, this is why it would be like a 9.5 movie for me rather than a 10 movie. And that is, uh, they did kind of push a little bit on the emo bad guy. Uh, he did a great job as the character was concerned. And I thought, thought his, his acting was great. I even think his martial arts was pretty good. But they pushed... They pushed the emo side a little bit, which I think gave a nudge into the, you know, what we saw later in the Twilight kind of stuff. Uh, and to me, it's like the musical equivalent of uh, if you had Metallica, but then you decided to hire CC DeVille to play guitar for you, <laughs> you might just go, hmm, something's just not quite right. You know, he's a great guitarist uh, in his own right, but it just doesn't quite fit with Metallica. Uh, so, uh, that would be the only downside in my opinion. Uh, but great story, special effects are endearing rather than uh, a thorn in the side. And Wesley Snipes is one of the best martial artists that, uh, you can see on screen in my opinion. I have to All agree right. with Cut. you with the oh, sidekicks. Look. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank yeah, you. yeah. Yeah. All right. Someone uh, had a, some, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but someone no, had a comment, a, a question up there. They said who was originally supposed to be playing Blade, wasn't it Denzel? Did I I think it was LL Cool J. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no, I heard it was LL no. Cool J apparently at one point. <laughs> That's there terrible. were several people who were up for the role. Denzel was not one of them. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Oh really? Wow. Okay. okay. You can That's see it on funny. Wikipedia. Just go to Wikipedia now. <laughs> they have the casting. All right. This is why we have you here because you're like an expert in these movies. Right. He, just, he just tells it. He's just like, no, that's yeah. not the way. Rick, Rick is our Wikipedia. We don't, like, right. we don't need Wikipedia. We need Rick. We've, we've got Rickpedia. Rickpedia. Yeah, All right, Kyle, go ahead. I've been around longer than most of you put together, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I've been on him by decades. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Kyle, go for it, man. Okay, so just like Samurai and Alex, I did get introduced to Blade in the 90s with the Spider-Man cartoon, and I just remembered there was Blade, here's Whistler, just randomly hunting Morbius. I was like, it would be interesting to see as a movie. And then this was like right before I entered middle school and the film finally came out, and I'm like, okay, I need to watch this movie. I don't know how I'm going to do it. Finally get a VHS. <laughs> and I watch it, I'm just like, as everyone's been gushing about the first 10 minutes. The first 10 minutes start with his mother coming in and bloody. And then we just see a bloody baby just come out. And I'm like, okay, that sets a tone. Then it sets like this horror tone with this guy stuck in a rave full of vampires and you don't know if he's coming out. That's literally like a horror type setting. And then out of the whole bloodbath, you just have this clean black leather boot standing there. And it's like, yeah. Shit is going to get fucked up now. And <laughs> Blade is just obliterating everyone. And I was like, I'm in. I'm in for this movie. And we should also mention that how R-rated this film was. Like, the first moment when, like, Quinn is burned up and everything else. And then he leaps up and bites Tim Gweeney. <laughs> like, right away. You just see blood dripping out of Tim's mouth and the neck. And I'm just like, Damn. And then Udo Kier blowing up in the sunlight. I was like, yes. I couldn't believe, like, granted, again, we could forgive the effects in the 90s. But in that time, just seeing the skin peeling and everything else, I was like, okay. But the final action scene between Blade against all the henchmen. There's some good and some bad. The, The good is literally, again... Him ripping out the throat and throwing it at someone, but also just killing everyone. The bad. Most of the stuntmen you could see them puttying, waiting for their for their <laughs> for their spot to jump in. Uh, but at the same time, the fi- finale between him and Steven Dorf, like getting up to that point, it really set set a mindset of like, this is how some some Marvel films should try and be at the time. And this was, like, really, like, it did open that gateway of, like, it can be serious and can be very, very fun at the time and stick to its, like, own kind of universe. And I would say the only, I wouldn't say it's uh, negative, it's a nitpick, because I don't know if anyone caught this, and I don't know if he broke character, but when he say like, saves Karen... And the cops come in and shoot at him. Did he break character? <laughs> because he's acting all serious and dark and gruff voice. And then he goes, motherfucker, you don't have your damn mind. I'm like, did he just break character here? <laughs> because I, I'm like, and then he goes back to serious throughout the whole film. <laughs> but in that, Chris Christopherson being Whistler is great. Yes. Um, and Bush, right, um, being... Being Karen, not a love interest, is a yes, great like God. addition. Like, yeah, and we had great villains in it. Like, I would say nothing else, honestly. All right, Owen. Hmm. Well, there's not much I can say that nobody else has said. I don't. But uh, one thing I love about this movie is how Stephen Dorff is totally channeling Dennis Leary. 
Uh, <laughs> right. Right. Where he's like, he throws it up in the air, throws it back in. Shut the fuck up! And just the way he does it is just. Really <laughs> uh, that's sort of one of my favorite scenes of the movie. Um, but I love the just the atmosphere of, of the film, like that shot you showed of him, where he's just walking with the, the wind blowing. It's just got this sort of like creepy but badass atmosphere throughout, and the vampires are scary. And this has been a long time since vampires have been terrifying, but they're actual like monsters in this. It's not like, like oh, they're cool. Oh, I, I, I want to marry him. Uh, it's like, no, this guy's going to eat you and, you know, it's going to be horrible. So I, I love... Girl! Girl! girl. 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 <laughs> My girl! My God, My look at those boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk about us that way. Don't talk. <laughs> I suddenly need a glass of milk. <laughs> I'm a, I'm actually not joking. Give me a second. This <laughs> guy. All right, go ahead, Ian. Go ahead. How do you follow that, Ian? But yeah, go ahead, Ian. Are you done? How, how am I done with, <laughs> with Blade? I'm Owen. Yeah, I'm sorry, not Ian. I mean Owen. Sorry, oh. Owen. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. uh, also, uh, I love Chris Christopherson as Whistler, and like even to this day. Uh, I think yes. actually it might be played too. But and if anybody asks how I am, I love to say it like hammered shit. Um, because I just love the way he says that, like, like hammered shit. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty much most days. Um, so, yeah, uh, Blade is still one of my favorite movies. I love the R-rated action, obviously. Uh, good and violent. Uh, so, and Wesley Snipes, this is my favorite character of his and probably my favorite movie of his. Um, nice. And maybe my favorite vampire movie. So, hmm. there we go. Just the fighting was so good. There were so many action set pieces up in yeah, this and entire you can see movie. Clearly. Yeah, like it's ins- it's just it's just it's 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 five stars. And Kyle, going back to what you said, there's your blood. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> All right, Derek. All right. Well, I can't really say anything that hasn't already been said, so I'm just going to kind of keep it short. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, the action's amazing. I mean, it feels like Wesley Snipes because he wanted to do this role so badly. Uh, He actually wanted to do Black Panther, but they couldn't get the funding Mm -hmm. for it. And so, but he kind of still to this role, or at least doing a superhero role, it kind of reminds me of Ryan Reynolds and the way he got Deadpool done. Like Wesley Snipes was a key factor in getting this, you know, done behind the scenes as well. Uh, And you can really see that passion in the role. And he's amazing. Uh, I mean, in like, you know, a couple other people said he can actually kick ass. So it's believable and the cinematography can be good because of that. You know, uh, when you have somebody that knows what they're doing, you don't have to have really bad camera work. Um, And, you know, the dark and gritty universe and they weren't afraid to go there. That was great. Uh, Just because it was a superhero movie. That's before, you know, they were all Disney and we are going to have a hard time seeing something like this again for a while, probably. But at least from Marvel, Uh, Chris Christopherson is great. Um, it just feels like a perfect adaption. It just felt almost perfect. I mean, there are things to nitpick. I, for one, I think Stephen Dorff did a great job, but I'm not like uh, Ian said, I'm not a huge fan of the character though. I just felt like it didn't match the universe. And I actually liked the guy he killed Dragonetti at the beginning better as a villain for this universe. Yes. Um, I think he could have stayed in it a lot longer. Uh, but other than that, yeah, I don't have anything else to say. The CGI, like everyone else has said, of course, it's not good, but I don't think it's good in the new Marvel movies either. Yeah. 
That's yeah. true. That's something. That's something. That's that's a good point. Everybody's favorite that... scene. Yes. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> Could have had the blood tornado. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Better than that horror horribleness. <laughs> Go ahead, uh, Neko. What were you saying? I, I was just gonna say I think that Stephen Dorff was a product of the time. I mean, what was cool late nineties? They're trying to like appeal to people, and that's probably why they like honed in on him being like this like gothy kind of hot guy with eyeliner dude <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i don't know what to call him he's gothy with eyeliner but that was well, that's why i said that's, that's why i was like then. that's why i was like i usually hate characters like this mm-hmm. but i thought yeah. he made it work yeah because he did a great if job because if, if you think about it his his looking the way he is and acting the way he is completely different from everyone else that's on the vampire council right you know just was, him being in the was room happening between yeah just him, him being in a room with them, they're already his... like, oh, get out of yeah. here. Yeah. You know, I think yeah. that was on purpose. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, great points brought up from everyone here for sure. And I mean, you know, you know, some motherfuckers always trying to ice skate uphill, son. You know, <laughs> boom. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's just a phenomenal movie. I mean, everybody, everyone's, you know, gushed. And you got great shots like this. Like, seriously, like, get the fuck yeah. out of here, man. Is there anything this cool right now? No, he's one of no. the cleanest martial artists. You can really see his movements. You know what I mean? Yeah, he executes yeah. them perfectly. Yeah, he you have a couple it, scenes in there with those sidekicks, and I'm serious. Uh, one of the best sidekicks in Hollywood, right there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Probably one of. The, I wouldn't want to get hit by it either. Anyway. <laughs> God, <no. laughs> and uh, this is this was another really great highlight scene. Yeah. Uh, when Whistler dies in this film, this is. Great acting from both of them. Just, just so much is this movie's layered, man. It's got everything. I'm actually all right. Hoping, enough gushing uh, about. I was just going to say one last thing. I'm hoping they bring Wesley Snipes in to play Whistler in the New Blade movie. Ooh, <laughs> that would be cool. If they that would be fun. In. He could play that role too. For I sure. think. I think. That I think would it would be, be good. Fun. Yeah, that would be fun. Not gonna happen. All right. <laughs> no, I know. No, I know. Uh, Wesley Snipes. The last thing I heard, Rick, was his his movie he's working on next. He's it's renamed because you know he can't say what the real title is yet. But he said for now we'll just call it the Blade Killer. Right. Yeah. He wouldn't. Yeah. Do so that's. Though. Yeah. So, yeah. So that'll be interesting to see what his new project is. Yeah. Like. All right. All right. Black Panther, man. So when I, well, me and Lady Fabblood. Went to go see Civil War in the theater, man. Man, what a fantastic movie that was. And what an entrance to this character. And I'm kind of I'm I'm gonna I'm 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 gonna be in the minority here for sure. But his introduction, his character arc, his fight scenes, his suit, in my opinion, stand out so much better in Civil War than his own movie. And I'm in the minority. I'm in the minority, probably. No, you're not. No, you're not. I don't, I don't know about that. Okay. No, I don't know about that. Yeah. Okay. Never right. Done so great. <laughs> we all agree with you. Okay. You well, took the wow. words out of all my right. mouth, basically. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm stunned like, right oh. now. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just everything just was so. He was just so fantastic. The, the, that the character arc, everything, the suit, the fight scenes, was phenomenal in Civil War. Um, but. Now we're talking about Black Panther. So, you know, rest in peace, uh, Chadwick Boseman. What a, 
what a what a loss uh, to to, yeah. to the you know movie community. And he is just such a fantastic, you know, acting treasure we will miss. But we're we're here to talk about the movie. And uh, he was great in the film. He was fun. I mean, he was he was Chadwick Boseman's son. He come to represent. He was great in the movie. The movie's fun. It's a fun movie. Uh, some of the action's cool. Like I I actually like the in my opinion the best action scene sequence in the movie is the casino fight, which leads to the chase. That's it. That's just that's my favorite fight scene in the movie. Uh, you get some you get some cool stuff here and there towards the end. It's a, it, it's it's fun. <laughs> I know. I, I'm, I'm just being honest. You know, like I enjoyed it when we got out of the movie. We gave the movie a thumbs up. We were entertained by it. We said, "Go check it out." It's a very fun, entertaining movie. Yeah. Great supporting cast. There were some funny moments. Shuri was funny. It's a it's a fun movie. It's fun. But let's see. Is the word just, fun? Are you looking for fun? I think I'm looking for fun. Are you looking for that okay. word? It, it was fun, but it wasn't badass, in my opinion. And I think that's where I'm in the minority. This was badass. Yeah. This character stayed with you when he left the theater. But can you have a good time with Black Panther? Sure. That's it. That's all I have to say. Yeah, all right. Good. Rick. Well, as the host of the podcast Action Film Autopsy, and as someone who lectured at Disney in 2017 on, the, on Kung Fu and the Art of Screen Action, and having seen Civil War, and having seen Endgame, where everybody fought in character, and having seen Doctor Strange, where he does Kung Fu at the end and not martial arts, everybody else is doing mystical martial arts, he does Kung Fu, because he keeps on saying there's got to be a better way. I went into Black Panther expecting them to carry on with where they were going. And instead, yeah, I didn't, I didn't think it was a fun movie. I thought it was a good movie. I thought it was an important movie uh, for Hollywood history. And the action scene you mentioned, which is the casino into the chase, the car chase, to me that is a great action scene. Unfortunately, there are how many fight scenes in this? There are three major fight scenes in this. And as far as I was concerned, if I was going to rate them, I'd give them a five out of 10 at best because everything I told them to do at my lecture, they did not do here. Everyone fought the same. The guy for the first fight is in the, in the river, in the pool of life or whatever, the waterfall of life between the head of the ape tribe and the head of the panther tribe. Could anyone here on this panel distinguish between the two fighters? The two fighters were essentially fighting exactly the same way. That was the very, a first, very, very first yeah. one. Yeah, in the waterfall. <laughs> they fought the same way. You could not distinguish their styles at all. They might as well, if you had switched their heads during the fight, <laughs> would not have changed the fight they fought exactly the same and they also didn't fight in an age in a distinctive way they fought in what i call a mixed up martial art way one is an effing panther one is an effing ape has everybody seen drunken master snake and the eagle shadow of any number of these other movies what makes a movie what makes a movie fight involving is when you learn their styles and see how they play with each other. 
Mm-hmm. Imagine how, and also in Kung Fu, there's something called the panther fist. That's this. It's the panther fist. The knuckles here. He never does that. The ape, I would have loved if he, if, if, if it would have been great if they had started with their mixed up martial arts and did the same one, but finally the panther does something panther-esque. He uses this and he knocks the ape back. And it would have been great if the ape had reacted like an ape. Had he looked at him like this and then went and came at him like an ape. The audience would have gone crazy. I would have gone crazy. Then the next fight, Killmonger, as a young man who saw his father die because of the Black Panther, he should have fought like an enraged teenager. And the Panther would have been put back. And also the Panther would have learned that, all right, it's, I mean, I, I'm at fault here. And the whole fight could have been about that emotional thing. But again, fought exactly the same. Exactly the same. There was no difference in the fighting. And finally, can anybody on this panel understand that final fight? Why did the why did Killmonger lose and Panther win? They, they did because the script said so. For no other reason. And as such, let me do my impersonation of me in the audience at about that time in the in the movie. <laughs> and I, I pitied my my fellow I went with a, my usual Marvel, my Marvel Mafia. And when he came out, I was just I was out in the parking lot of the BTX Theater in Trumbull, Connecticut, the best screen in Connecticut, just raging about how they could have blown that. It it didn't ruin the movie for me, but it kind of ruined the movie for me. So you'll never guess what I'm voting for at the end. Let me guess, a Marvel movie. Yeah, it's a Marvel movie. Well, again, I don't think, I think Blade is a new line movie. I do not think that it's a Marvel. There's no Marvel on it. If you look at the credits, yeah. you're right, you're right, you're no right. Marvel mentioned. Oh, yeah, by the way, okay. I'm sorry, I oh, forgot God. to change my shirt. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, I have to wear my, uh, my Marvel go. shirt. And, that ha- and it, has the black, it has the Black Panther at the bottom here. Nice. That's your vote, huh? Okay, we got you. <laughs> no, I love Marvel movies. I liked Black Panther, but I agree with um, I agree with Samurai. It was not what it should have been. Copy that. Uh, I forgot to mention it myself, Rick. What did you think of uh, Killmonger? I kind of like the character of Killmonger. I, I want him to be the new Black Panther. I want Michael B. Jordan to be the new Black Panther. Mm-hmm. They used him in What If very well. They use Chadwick Boseman very well. He's he's right, a powerful right. performer. But again, he was sabotaged by the fact that they did not let, they let him play his character in What If more than they let him play his character. In oh, wow. I haven't again, seen he was one. more generic in this. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay, I have to check out the What If episode. I know how the military um, trains its assassins. And, you know, right. did not act like somebody who was trained to be an assassin, and he didn't act like an upset child in the first fight. So, upset right. teenager. Nothing's more vi- nothing's more dangerous than an upset teenager. Yeah. <laughs> I, I missed yeah. some super chats here. Sorry, guys. Uh, Eric, thanks for the super chat. First preview of Blade that I saw was on Wesley Snipes' Masters of the Martial Arts. You guys remember that? I I consulted on that. Oh, okay. Nice. All right. I remember I was that. To they... Invited and get a ticket, and they never sent me the ticket. Oh, boo! 
I remember that. That's why Wesley was so nice to me a couple of years ago at the Comic Con. He knew he knew what happened. <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty cool. They gave out awards and stuff. I remember that. All right, John, thanks for the super chat. He says, "Love it when Whistler shoots himself." Uh, Blade walks away like a badass, shows no emotion. If it was another film, he would do a yell, scream, cry, uh, then get ready to fight. There we go. Thanks, John, for chiming in there. All right, uh, Alex, Black Panther. Well, you already heard me gush about Blade. Um, <laughs> I can't really do the same for Black Panther, but it was just a, it was just an entirely different experience for me. Um, I think one thing that really stood out to me wasn't so much anything within the movie itself, but it's just everything surrounding the movie. Uh, I remember going on an opening night, and uh you know a large portion of the audience was black but what was really great to see was i saw some people lining up wearing what i'm assuming is traditional african clothing and just seeing that pride and seeing that excitement uh just really kind of made me realize how big of a deal this movie was like i knew it was a big deal but just seeing it in person and just being there with the audience and seeing feeling that energy uh, made it a really special night, and that kind of that's kind of what I took from seeing it for the first time, more so than the movie itself. The movie itself, um, okay, I do like the villain in Black Panther more than in Blade. I know that may be a controversial okay. thing to say because everyone likes to suck well, Deacon's not you know, really. Frost, but um, <laughs> hey, 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 Alex, don't make me boot hey. you from here, man. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Damn. <laughs> family show just this, this is why um because you know eric killmonger i just uh, obviously um felt more for him for his story um i do agree right. with rick that um the character was a bit generic but i think it fit the structure of the movie because a lot of things were in my opinion done in a generic fashion but this not to take away from michael b jordan's performance or the actual emotional validity of the character um but i just found him more intriguing in fact like that's kind of what kept me going was um I found him far more interesting than, um, than nice. the, the main character. Um, cause, um, Oh wow. Okay, cool. Deacon Frost. Uh, I think Steven Dorff's performance is good, but it's just, it's just frost. He's not even a pure blood, you know? <laughs> um, and you know, the end fight in blade, not, I know we're talking about black Panther, but it, blade's not really fighting frost. He's fighting frost with Lamagra's powers. Yeah, if he was actually fighting frost, Fight be over in two seconds. So They'll Frost be over, yeah. doesn't have anything on Eric Killmonger, in my opinion. Um, uh, in terms of like the action, um, which is the other big thing, uh, I think what w- what I realized is in the '90s there was like a very unique way American action films were shot, especially with their fight scenes. Um, at the time, you know, uh, at the time I didn't appreciate it as much. I was like, well, this is just not as good as say something in Hong Kong, right? Right. Um, but you started to see that style start to come in, you know, with things like Mortal Kombat and even Blade and so on and so forth. And looking at how action's done now, a lot of times, I actually look back and appreciate how things were done in the 90s before, mm-hmm. like, the born identity came in and before, like, this new form of editing kind of ruined it all. It was like, you know what? Uh, you could still see very clearly the way it's shot is coherent and, you know, makes some amount of sense. And even the sound effects they used in the 90s for those fight scenes. So I kind of look at it as a stylistic thing that I appreciate now. Mm. And I think Blade is in that category of those action movies, American-made action movies in the 90s with martial arts that were shot pretty well and performed pretty well, uh, because there are a handful of them. Um, But with Black Panther, um, none of the fights are memorable to me. Um, I do remember the casino fight because they did sort of a right enhanced one uh, mm-hmm. but I think overall the problem is uh, speaking of CG and Blade, CG and Black Panther. Uh, yeah, 
I don't like the CG in either movies, but right. I found the CG in Black Panther took over the action a little too much. Whereas in Blade, it was just there, but it didn't hinder the action. Like you're still seeing Wesley Snipes do the moves. You're still seeing real stunts. It's just like if a vampire explodes or dissipates, it's just, you know, it's just they'll do an effect for it. And right. especially at the time, I was watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer on TV, and like in my head, I was comparing how the vampires die in that show versus Blade. I was like, "Oh, it's so much more badass than Blade." So at the time, I thought it was pretty amazing. But um, right. but yeah, right. I just found like especially I think a lot of MCU movies suffer from this. The finale tends to be very CG heavy. It tends to be a little numbing to me. There's like a weightlessness and kind of a I can't really connect to it anymore because a lot of it is just like a lot of what I'm seeing is CG. Um, well, we've so seen then, we've seen better finale CGI finales than this, man. Like this, what is this PS3 graphics? What are we, what are we <laughs> yeah. on here, man? Like, dude, what happened here? Especially yeah, you when you talk, about is... talk about weightlessness. It's like, yeah. dude, what is what is what is this? Does anyone know why? You know, the CGI looks does not look good for such a big budget movie. Does anything? Does anybody know if something was cut? In production, and they had they had no choice. That was like it was kind of like Blade. Hey, we got to wrap it up. We ran out of money. That's it. I think they ran Does out anyone of know? Uh, Rick, do you know why? Quarter crew has such a big budget, it. and the CGI looks bad here. I I assume they just ran out of time. It could That's be usually the reason. Okay. Yeah. All right. It, it reminds me of Blade Two, the one part in Blade Two. Yeah, the one part that we all yeah. hate, <laughs> but love the movie. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but but overall, uh, yeah. I think uh, Black Panther has a good story, has good characters. It's very accessible. Yeah. You know, seeing it with people, mm -hmm. seeing it with friends, they really enjoyed it. The humor's there. You know, Marvel has a, a formula that is tried and true. It you know, but um, personally, you know, if I if I knew someone who saw Black Panther, thought it was great, and never saw Blade, I'd be like, you want to see something badass? <laughs> I wouldn't even show them the whole movie. We just show them the infamous first ten minutes. <laughs> that's, uh, so that's uh, that's my two. Well, cents. Alex, I rather watch your fight scenes in contracts than uh, the fight scenes of Black Panther. So you oh, know, you know what you're talking about. <laughs> All right, uh, Nubis, Black Panther. Uh, when I went into Black Panther, it's interesting because I'd heard bad things about it through the media and stuff. So like I went into it kind of with low expectations. So by the time I came out of it, uh, I really enjoyed it a lot, actually. Uh, I thought it was better than what people were giving it credit for. And I think a lot of it just had to do with some of the social and political aspects of it. But um, getting back to what Rick said about the, the fighting choreography and stuff, when the minute he mentioned that, I started thinking about Jet Li and Jackie Chan and Forbidden Kingdom, how they were starting to do their different styles. And I thought mm -hmm. Rick really hit it on the head. Like, you kind of expect these guys, if they're representing a certain style within their tribe, to fight a certain way. And we didn't see any of that. Uh, they were just doing martial arts. That's generic. Now, there yeah. was somebody in the chat who mentioned that maybe they were just fighting African-American type martial arts. I don't know, but that's never really explained. So I, I think uh, it's more of what Rick was talking about, that they probably should have their own identity. Um, it's pretty generic martial arts. Yeah, yeah it's, not, <laughs> it's not African. No. <laughs> uh, one, I, did, I did like Killmonger a lot. He is a lot more interesting than uh, Dwarf's character, Frost. Uh, I especially like the uh, moment that he's in the museum and he's he's looking over the artifacts and he's going back through the history with the historian that's there yes. he actually has a corrector with the uh, 
I don't forget what it was, like an axe or something they had there. Mm -hmm. uh, what was the name of the metal? Uh, vibranium. 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 Yeah. Uh, Captain so, America's shield. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's right. See, she, well, she knows way more than me. Uh, I want to ask Rick about this too, and maybe Alex and some of the other guys that know about Fight Corps, maybe Kyle and all them. Uh, I really like the Warrior Woman when she's working that that blade or whatever it is. I, I thought that was really cool. That was some of the best stuff I saw as far as choreography was concerned. She was the best part of this entire movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're talking about thought, General? Uh, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, her. yeah. Her, right. Oh, yeah. 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 She's yeah. also been in like the Falcon and uh, Winter Soldier show, so she's really, yeah, she's, really she's good. Great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. she, was, she was her own choreographer. That's why it was exception. That makes sense. Oh. Wow. <laughs> nice. Yeah, she's, she's an a, actual she's quite amazing. She must have training, of course. Yeah. Holy mackerel. With that, with that weapon. Because as choreographers know, and as martial artists know, and as kung fu people know, every style is different. And it has a different source and has a different she she was she's expert at that at that. That's one of the best, that's one of the best martial arts weapons you can use, the spear. Yeah. And she's amazing. Uh, Rick, what did you think about the this action sequence here? I mean, everything with the women was great because they fought in character. Yeah. And they right. established their characters and they continued and they didn't change, but also because they're using those weapons in that in that formation, they didn't have to change. There's very little right. you can improve upon when you get when you get a spear. The longest weapon wins. Copy that. True. Don't mind me, right? everyone. Don't mind me. <laughs> what's, what's I had to go get some list? milk. I had to get some milk. Oh, shit. Uh, the, All only thing, the only thing I would add real quick, and I'm sure. going to actually steal some of her thunder. You can't steal my thunder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one thing that Neko mentioned when we were watching Black Panther again was it does have a very uh, James Bond feel about it. <laughs> That's my point, you bastard. Because of the sister. The sister is almost like Q. <laughs> Go ahead, right. take it over. Go ahead, you're good. The first hour of Black Panther is like a James Bond movie. I mean, if you really think about it, what's mm -hmm. happening. And I said, if this entire movie was set up this way, I would like it a lot more because it was totally like you know the sister was cute and we have all these oh we've upgraded your suit and pacha here we go and those those are the type of things i really appreciated about the film besides that i thought it was boring i okay. <laughs> about an hour right. in after the casino scene I couldn't watch it anymore. And I thought like, cause we watched it before and I hated it. And I'm like, how do I hate this? Cause I love Chadwick Boseman and I, I love martial arts and I love like Marvel. I love all of this, but how do I hate this movie? I thought it was poorly executed. Like everything was like such a letdown. And I know they were trying to set it up because they wanted to have a whole black Panther like universe and this was kind of like the stepping stone, but I, oh. So it's no civil war. <laughs> it, it, yes. And I, I just, so we watched it a couple of days ago and 
I really focused. I like put down everything. I'm like, okay, nothing. Yeah. I, I no no computer, no phone, nothing. I, I I zoned in, and I'm like, the first like hour and ten minutes, I was totally in, and like when you know they're doing the casino heist and you know what's his face uh martin freeman's in it and the whole thing there i'm good after that it falls off a cliff i don't have any interest i don't know why i can't even remember half of the the plot like and i i was a hundred percent zoned in i feel bad because no don't feel bad no but they're all they're, (laughs) they're all excellent actors Right, and right. for me to watch something where there's this in, great like cast and I watch it and I say, this is almost beneath them or awful. They're oh, better. Than wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hour, All right. And 10, hour and 10. Good. After that, I'm like, and then like the very, very end, I'm like, this is a little bit interesting. And then let, let me guess. You woke up when the CGI rhino showed up at the end. I, I enjoyed the CGI rhino. He was cool. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I honestly, I feel bad because there are a ton of great actors in this, and I feel like it was a disservice to them. And I know why this movie was the way it was, because they had a whole like idea of how they were going to build upon this world, but sometimes you have to make like your in- independent movies just as good and yeah. I, I i don't know right. i'm sorry don't, no, don't no. feel bad for the cast they're doing fine i'm sure yeah, they're doing fine. <laughs> they have they have a mansion they made I millions off that movie you know, anyway. it's cool. <laughs> i know billions billions uh but yeah certified badass channel member hey, aj man. mason just popped in what's going on brother how Golf you doing man? all right all right, uh, Eric, Black Panther. Well, um, this this was one of those characters that came out that I knew about and kind of figured it was coming. Uh, if you know me, you know I'm a diehard X-Men fan, uh, especially the 90s cartoon. So when... I was reading X-Men, I found out, like, you know, I was just sort of randomly reading, and in one of them, the storyline of Storm gets married to Black Panther. That's how I was introduced to Black Panther, and um, I would say, so I was pretty hyped going into it, Uh, good, not great, Uh, I'm a fan of throwback, and the... Uh, the waterfall scene is actually a throwback to the first uh, comic of Black Panther. That's, that's kind of almost like a not scene for scene, but like you know, set up the same way, which was cool. Uh, kind of like everyone was saying, CGI is a little heavy. Uh, it was kind of a little. <sighs> What's a good description? It's almost, it's a little political heavy for me. Uh, I kind of like it if it's like really in your face, like X-Men was, like no mutants, you know, like pure full-on government politics. 
Um, I thought Forrest Whitaker was too short in it because I like him, but it was nice seeing yeah, Andy Serkis, uh, you know, in real life, I guess you could say, not in his uh, digital CGI suit. So I, I like seeing Andy Serkis, the person, actually in the movie. Um, yeah, good, not great. I'll keep it short. All right. Copy that. Rob. Black Panther. I really enjoyed the movie overall. Uh, I love Black Panther. Uh, dating back to the comics, like Eric, I'm a huge X-Men fan, so I'm very much aware of the unification of Storm and Black Panther in the comics. was hoping to see that play out, but I don't know now with what's going on with uh, the character, but um, <clears throat> I do not think this movie is as good as people made it out to be. I don't think it was Oscar-worthy. Um, I think because of the politics behind it, kind of got pushed to that level. Um, I didn't like the idea that the Black Panther was the first superhero movie when we know that's just not true uh, for for a black lead. You know, obviously right. Blade. Um, Spawn. But that doesn't take anything away from the fact that I thought uh, the cinematography in the movie was fantastic. It was very beautiful in some cases. I really, really enjoyed the music. Um, <clears throat> Chadwick Boseman is a great actor, but uh, Michael B. Jordan just stole it. You know, I mean, he just stole it. He he commanded a presence on screen. Um, I, I agree with many sentiment that uh, he should have taken the reins, but nobody could predict what would have happened with Chadwick Boseman. And yeah. had Chadwick Boseman not passed away, I would be one hundred and fifty million percent fine with him remaining the Black Panther. He was he was great in the role. I just think, you know, in hindsight, <clears throat> picking up the mantle, Michael B. Jordan would have been the obvious choice. Hopefully they can retcon that sometime in the future, but we'll see. But, yeah, I, I think the movie's very good. I think, you know, I, I enjoyed it. <clears throat> um, some of you guys are more martial, art, <clears throat> martial arts buffs than I am, so the fighting didn't really bother me too much. Uh, I just saw it as fighting, you know. <clears throat> I wasn't looking for any particular style because I'm just not that familiar um so fighting wise that didn't bother me yeah but did it excite you at all did it involve you at all like you said you it was just fighting yeah yeah i mean i wasn't i didn't yeah no i understand what you mean and but i'm just saying i like i didn't not enjoy it like i did enjoy it you know um but i understand it was very vanilla for for people more experienced with that kind of genre i'm just not experiencing that genre as much um it's like Bruce Lee for me, and then that's it. You know, <laughs> I grew up watching so much Bruce Lee. Um, but overall, I thought it was a solid movie. Um, it's, it's, uh, I, I think that it was your typical introduction to a new Marvel character. If you look back at a lot of the first movies for these Marvel characters, they're not exactly stealing anything. You know, Iron Man was good, but you know, like you look at Captain America, Captain America progressively each movie got better. I mean, you look at the first right. Avenger versus Winter Soldier, it's like night and day. You look at the first Thor versus Thor Ragnarok, night and day. Um, even Captain Marvel, her first movie was very average. Uh, I think this one's above average by far, um, but definitely not um, as as uh, up there. I, I believe a Black Panther 2 probably would have been a lot better. Especially considering some of the ideas were bringing in Namor because they were they were conflicting. Uh, uh, not that Namor was necessarily a bad guy; they just had 
they were arch rivals for a while before Namor obviously became a good guy. But um, and I think they were kind of tethering on that idea before, unfortunately, Chadwick Boseman died. So, um, but I like the movie. I love the character, and you know, it's a it's a solid Marvel movie. You know, it's like it's like that formula. I think that formula is starting to wear thin now, though. Um, mm. you know, I I'm not as in, <clears throat> as interested in Marvel movies lately as I was right. during this whole era. Uh, I would say mm-hmm. Spider-Man now is probably the only Marvel movie I'm excited for. Yeah, that's but, what um, I said. Yeah, because uh, I waited. I waited yeah. for Shang Chi on Disney Plus. I just watched it last week, and I'm waiting for Eternals to hit Disney Plus. I'm not running to see that one either, but I will run to see Spider-Man. But I, I think Black Panther is a solid film overall. I, you know, um, I would, I would say more than good in my opinion, definitely, All but right. not as great as some people made it out to be. Like it's not, it's not the best thing since sliced bread. So definitely one of the one of the better origin story movies. Uh, Rob, is that what you're saying? Yeah, I would say it's better than like the first Thor movie. I would even say it's better than the first Cap movie. And and I'm a huge Cap fan. I mean, you know. <laughs> right. But um although I still think Captain America has the best trilogy in the MCU in my opinion in terms of the singular oh, yeah. characters. Cap. So yeah. So it's funny when you mentioned earlier about the and it's not the first, you know, black superhero movie. Blade is, and then I and I, I thought about Spawn because that came out a year before. Oh yeah, Blade. Well, Spawn's, Spawn's and now, another one. And now Joel from Media Glitch is in the. He said, "Meteor Man, <laughs> Black <laughs> Man." Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a, that was actually a very funny movie. Meteor Man was good. I like that one. No, it is funny, but I'm just it laughing. Is a really good movie. Bringing those up, I was cracking up at that. Chat's having fun over here, man. Camera, hey, I have go ahead, to Rick. go. Unfortunately. Okay. Okay. You can guess what I'm going to vote for. I'll give you a yes. hint. Black Panther. Okay. <laughs> there it is. There it is. All right, Rick. That looks like Blade Trinity. Derek. Derek's, Derek's, Derek's writing it down. Got Derek, it. Derek's taking down the tally. I got y'all. Thank you, sir. Hey, we'll get you on the next one, man. All right, bye. All right. And I uh, got a super a chat here from Bo. Of a all right, thanks, Bo, for the super chat. Has anyone mentioned how Black Panther is the only MC movie to get recognized from the movie award? snubs ideas as to why <laughs> and why they discredit the others rob you want to answer that one has what was the question again has anyone noticed why let me just see here uh he says uh has anyone why... mentioned go ahead go ahead why black panther was recognized and none of the other mcu were by the movie awards so the the tough answer to that and the true answer is it came out. It, it came out during a time where there is a very heavy social justice movement in, in in our country right now, and trying to make sure that minorities get recognized. Um, uh-huh. But what we have to remember is, and and I'm a minority. I grew up in the South Bronx. I'm Puerto Rican. I grew up with pr- plenty of brothers and sisters, and plenty of my fellow Latinos. And I can tell you right now, we. Anything, any work, any person, any work of art should be judged on the efforts and not the color of your skin. I don't think it's necessarily a snub. I think it was recognized for because it is a beautiful movie. Like looking at that, even though the culture is fictional, it is very cultural heavy. And I appreciate that. Um, What we need to understand is that just because something that might be uh either black directed or star a lot of black artists or if they get snubbed, it's not necessarily because of the color of their skin. 
sometimes, you know, I personally don't think it should have gotten an Oscar nominee, not because of the color of the people, simply because I think there are better MCU movies. Um, right, right. I right. mean, Logan got nominated, I think, and never won. That has nothing to do with Hugh Jackman. These right. things just happen sometimes. Did, did uh, Logan I, get nominated? I think it did, but it got it got snubbed. Oh, like, it, well, okay, not snubbed, well. but it didn't win. Um, it didn't win. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like I said. Okay. I have not seen any movie that leads a Puerto Rican, and and you know what I mean, like a superhero Puerto Rican or anything. I'm not crying right. over it. You know what I mean. Yeah, right. I, gotcha. I think, I yeah, think I gotcha. that is kind of important. You know what I mean. But the quality of the work is the quality of the work is what's important. Right. Yeah. And Copy while that. and while Black Panther is a great movie, I just don't think it was Oscar worthy. In my I opinion. think right. I think Copy part that. of it though is you see these great actors and actresses, and you're like you just know that they're so capable mm -hmm. even though the movie yeah. is kind of not as great as the actors and actresses well so yeah it I, almost like feels saying, forced right well it's like you were saying earlier i remember you said like they the they're better than the movie yeah you know, they're better than the writing they got and i agree with that i think that part has a lot to do with it so um but yeah i you know We've seen plenty of obviously great minority actors. Denzel Washington, Morgan Freeman, Benicio del Toro yeah. is Puerto Rican. So, right. you know, I mean, they're out there. They're out there. Mm -hmm. For so. sure. All right, let's move on here. Certified Badass channel member Goji. Thanks for Goji. becoming a member, man. Appreciate it, brother. All right, Ian, Black Panther, man. Yeah. Um, don't know if I'm going to be able to contribute too much to what has already been said. Uh, quite honestly, I'll have to say that I did have a good time at the movie. Just because you have a good time at the movie doesn't mean it's a good movie necessarily, though. So, I mean, I enjoyed it. I mean, I had fun. I watched it. It wasn't uh, it, it wasn't Blade, to say the least. But, I mean, I liked it, you know. And um, I think that Rick pointing out that, and I never even noticed this until after he said it, Rick pointing out the fact that uh, it would have enhanced the movie to really have stylistic type of different fighting rather than just one type of unified fighting. I do think that would have enhanced the movie, at least, you know, at least now in hindsight, now that now that he said it, um, I, I think the bad guy is compelling. And I think there's a case to be made that the bad guy is kind of actually more right than the good guy. There's really two stories in this in this movie. There's the good guy story where he becomes the uh, art character, the Black Panther. But then there's the bad guy story. And his story is just as compelling, if not more compelling. And I think that he beat uh, the, uh, the good guy, beat him fair and square at the waterfall. And, you know, that he had the right to do it. You might not like the outcome, but he beat him fair and square. Right. And um, I think the CGI, yes, it was over the top. Um, it was entertaining. It, it, um, I think they do that on purpose. Like I know that in the in the Tobey Maguire Spider Man's, they did that like kind of on purpose. Whether or not we it, we will find it endearing in ten years or horrible in ten years, we'll have to wait for ten years to find out. You don't really know until later whether or not. Oh yeah, that's cool. So like I can watch the Tobey Maguire Spider Man's now, and yeah, they look cartoon as hell. You know, but I still like them because I like Spider-Man and they they kind of meant to do it. Uh, they meant it to be more cartoony. 
Uh, I feel that that was what they were aiming for with the big elaborate, you know, rhino and jumping and all that stuff that happened here uh, in the show. Um, whether or not that will hold up and whether or not we will find it endearing or whether or not we'll just find it ridiculous, time will only tell for me. Right, so right. I'll keep it brief. That's all I have to say about that. All right. And uh, I'll be honest. I was kind of... I kind of didn't want him to die, to be honest, when I watched the movie. Same. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, he's dead? I was hoping it'd be one of those, you think he's dead, but they'll bring him back kind of yeah. things. Uh, but I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe they will work on it, like the Rob was saying. All right, Kyle. So I got to approach this in a different angle this time. So to answer your question, Anubis, so Rick pointed out that, yes, it would have been much more interesting and engaging if each person, the fight scenes had their own style. So the way that film works now is most fight scenes are done second unit. So there's a main unit, which is shooting most of the cast. Main unit, the second unit is all stunt heavy. So it would be asking Alex and I to like, they would ask us to like, okay, you guys are going to shoot this fight scene. And we would have like this great idea. Okay, let's give Black Panther this style. Let's give Killmonger this style. But then studio would get involved and say, no, just make it cool. Just make it cool. So make, mm. meaning we wouldn't get the styles or anything else like that. It would just be, just make it flash in whatever else. So that is why like certain fight scenes in Hong Kong actually have really good styles. And you can see the distinct difference and actual emotional beats in the fight scenes. Whereas here, it's like just mishmash of make it look cool. Make it look cool. Make, which, it cool. Right. make it cool. Exactly. So that's the one thing about this whole fight scene. And especially why it's cg mostly because you have most of the stunt teams just working on with just cgi suits and doing all these things and also you can make it look very unrealistic but at the same time engaging but right. that's that's right. a big negative on my part because everything else but that's a sad reality of most big productions of films and fight scenes now, which is why they're pretty soulless, um, unless you're, you have 8711 doing John Wick movies. But definitely Chevik Bozeman, when he actually came out on Civil War, it you could tell this guy was born to play T'Challa and the Black mm -hmm. Panther. And, and then when it gets to him in his own film, there's some high points and some low points. Like I like the fact that they actually don't give him his power when he's challenged by. I like that. Yes, that's, that's so a he's good one. Not OP. He's not OP. And then right. when he actually has right. to face off against Killmonger, he has no powers. And then when they give it back to him, it's like okay, again, you can't distinguish who's who. But Killmonger, my a friend and I, we discussed that. Killmonger is a good example of what Shang-Chi should have been because Shang-Chi is an outsider of not knowing his whole Asian culture as much. Same, Whereas Killmonger had to educate himself after his father mm. was murdered by, his, by the king. But at the same time, he still does not feel like he is part of that world at all. And hence why when... Uh, Martin Freeman's character says, "Like, yeah, he's a mercenary. He knows how to colonize. 
that's why he does what he does. And it's not whether right or wrong. It's the fact that he is right in his own right. And yet he still doesn't belong where he belongs, but he's taking it because that's what living within the society we live in now is like, this is how he is integrated and everything else. And that's what I like about the fact that Killmonger is a very powerful villain in this film, but compared to any other Thanos was right. <laughs> I'm going to say that Thanos was right, but, but do you um, guys agree? Do you guys agree that Killmonger probably up to this point in the MCU was one of the better villains? He was, Thanos he was arrived. crafty. Yeah. Before Thanos arrived, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think Thanos Loki, was, uh, the uh, the best line of dialogue I Who think in Loki? the MCU, where he says, yeah. "Throw me in the belief. ocean with my ancestors who jumped from the ships because they knew death What's was up? better than bondage." I thought that was the best right. line on any MCU film. Right. What's up? Were you going to say something, Derek? No, oh we no! Were, see, we were, we were fist bumping. I said, oh, I said, yeah. yeah, he was up there with Robbie. Rob, yeah, I was just gonna say, I'm, I'm still of the belief that outside of Thanos, Baron Zemo is probably one of the best villains. I mean, he was a regular human, no superpowers, and he broke up the Avengers. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Too. That's true. He was a badass villain great. for sure. Yeah. yeah. All right, Kyle. Anything else? That's pretty much it. Like, online. okay, copy that. Owen. Owen. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, like I was saying, the death is better than bondage. I thought that was a great line and just gave a bit of extra heart to it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, following on from what Kyle was saying, I think it would have worked much better not having the CG in the final fight scene where you actually felt something because there's no emotion yeah. or heart. There's there, there's the weightlessness there when you're watching it. So you're not feeling anything. Like I thought, if they're throwing each other in a, like even just in a room and there's like tables and boxes and things breaking, you actually feel something. But instead, yeah. there's just motion blur and... Uh, it just never feels real, so you're never really engaged or feeling any emotion for it. So I never really, although Killmonger was the villain, he was a more interesting character than T'Challa was in this. I thought there, were, there was too much focus on all of the side characters and not enough on him. Um, yeah. Where I love Chadwick Boseman, I thought he was great, particularly in Civil War and everything, but I just didn't think he really got enough to do in this. It, it was just an introduction to the character, obviously, and I think that if we got a sequel, we would have got more from him. But um, I, I think that uh, I, I do prefer Killmonger as a character. I just thought Michael B. Jordan was really magnetic on the screen. And I was like, if I had yeah. to vote for a king, I'd be, uh, you could be my king. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Derek. Also the score. I love the music to Black Panther, yeah. I think. Yeah, it's uh, a good score. Oh, yeah. 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 The score is really cool. Really oh, different. Yeah. The Marvel movies never really have particularly great music aside from the yeah. Avengers theme. They keep changing it all the time, so there's no iconic theme tune like John Williams' Superman or anything. It's just yeah. bland and forgettable. Yeah, they don't do that anymore. No, it's so lame. I hate it's that. It's just tones. It's yeah. just noise. Right. It's, it's melody anymore. Noises. Tones. All right, Derek. All right, man. I'm going to keep it really short. Uh, everybody's kind of touched on everything. Yeah, they, uh, one thing I didn't hear mentioned was I really like the opening scene in this one, too, even though it completely ditches the vibe that it gives com- immediately after. It's got this really nice horror vibe where he's using the shadows and, you know, more like I would feel like his character would. And I wish they would have used that more later in the film because I love the opening scene. Like um, yeah, be, exactly. Being sneaky, using the trees, things like that, Stealth. like a cat, uh, like you know, like a cat would. Yeah, yeah. Um, ninja, ninja. Exactly. Right in. But that kind of goes back right. to the not really having an identity, though, in in terms of fight style. You know, after that scene, 
he just fights kind of normal. He he slaps like a cat every now and then, but other than that, he's just fighting. Um, yeah, Michael B. Jordan was great. He's probably tied for my favorite Marvel uh, villain. I was a big fan of the law of the supporting characters like uh, Lupita and uh, Letitia as Shuri was amazing. And somebody mentioned in the comments earlier, and I hope that they make this happen because they're talking about making Ironheart, you know, the uh, kind of the successor to Iron Man. And she would be great to step into that. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, a lot of the scenes are suspenseful, but they really take you out of it with the CGI. I know a lot of people in the comments are going back and forth on if it ruins it for them and if it doesn't. And it doesn't ruin it for me. But it definitely does take away from it. I mean, there's just there's a difference when Blade uses CGI and, you know, you're seeing real martial arts and then they'll cut to a CGI move and then they're back to action. Whereas the entire scene is just computerized. Uh, There's a big difference there for me. Uh, You know, if like everybody else has said, I really wanted a sequel to this with Chadwick Boseman. Um, since we won't get that and they have opened up the multiverse, they could bring back Killmonger to do it. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's about all I have to, yeah, exactly. Maybe, or just not in another, yeah, exactly. Maybe he's no already ever, in another universe. No one's that's ever true. dead. No that's, one's ever dead. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, this is, this is a movie that I think I liked it more when I first saw it than I have on rewatches. It doesn't have a lot of rewatchability right. for me. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's one that I'd probably go back and forth. It's probably, about a six and a half for me, but I like most of what I like about it is the aesthetics and like uh, how I felt like, even though Wakanda is a fictional place, like somebody said before, it looks great and the culture feels real. It feels like a real place. It's a believable place. And I like that about it. Wakanda looks like downtown Hong Kong. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, no, they did a very good job with that. Yeah, it was amazing. That's one thing I got to give the movie. It's probably one of the better Marvel world building movies. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Copy that. All right. All right. It's time to vote. I'm so glad Derek is here because he's got a (laughs) a big task today. Wait, wait, wait. wait, Calculator. Calculator. Yeah, he's got a a big task. I told him on the application I couldn't count past eight. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. We'll see. Do you have your abacus? Your abacus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna frame. Boom. Boom. All right. So we got three guest video votes here. Uh, oh yeah, shout let's do man, it. Uh, shout out to my man Nathan. Uh Nathan uh he 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 ran out of time. He couldn't send it to me. So he sent me this. Oh no. Uh, he enjoyed Black Panther and uh he said he, he said it was a very entertaining movie. He liked Killmonger for sure. Uh but he's like, if you ask me if I'm gonna vote. Black Panther over Blade? This is my response to that. Oh, God, that's awesome. That's one. That's one for David. All right. All right. Next up, okay. we got... Hold on, let me, let me get it going here. Oh shit, y'all know him. Yo, what's Jody. up, Fat Samurai God? <laughs> Is it playing? No, no. Yo, what's up, Fat Samurai God? Samurai God. 
It's your boy Jody Joe. I'm here in studio of Jody's Corner. Blade versus Black Panther. Sadly, this is an easy one when I think about it. I love Blade. I love Black Panther. Blade's fire, but Blade 2 is a lot better. If this was Blade 2 versus Black Panther, I would that'd be tough. My vote, hands down, Black Panther. Rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. Shout out to the Samurai Squad. It's your boy, Jody Joe, and I'm out. Deuces. All right. Surprising. He's in Deuces. <laughs> what? Somebody Did voted you guys for Black see it? Panther. Did you see it? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, we okay. saw it that time. Yeah. Because there's good. so many people in StreamYard. I think we're breaking StreamYard over here. <laughs> so on my side, it's like. <laughs> oh, no, I'm it's good. Like, yeah, we got it. It's like, okay, okay. What do you vote? Black <laughs> Panther? Yeah, yes. he voted Black Panther. He did. All right, last one. That's why we're all surprised. Preston, my man, what are you doing to us? Black Panther or Blade? Black Panther is a fantastic recent installment to the MCU. Chadwick Boseman, Wakanda will forever. But I got to go to the OG. Blade holds up. I think Blade 1 is better than Blade 2. I know a lot of people disagree with me, but it's a fantastic start. Wesley Snipes is iconic. It's legendary. I love how just the blood, the grittiness. Uh, I'm worried about the new Blade. Why doesn't it have Wesley Snipes? I got to vote Blade. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Okay. Three to one. Oh, he's muted. Samurai. You're uh, muted. Samurai. You, you, you. There you go. No, nope. I think he's got it. Put it back on. These. No, somebody's got to write in the comments. Hey, we can't hear you. Yeah, you're muted. You're muted. Still. How about now? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. All right. Did First you, time doing this, huh? Yes. Did you see the yes. video? Okay, good. Yes. As long as you guys saw the video, nobody cares yes. about what I got to say. <laughs> All right. As long as you guys, they're here for you guys, man. I mean, fuck Samurai guy. All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I will be last. All right, time to vote. Neko and Anubis, who you got? <laughs> I can't see. Blade. Speak it, Blade. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus All Christ. right. Blade. Okay, that's two there. Alex, who you got? Wait. I didn't, hey, I didn't say anything yet. him. Him. Oh. Oh. Okay. Who you got? Uh, I might. I might shock some people here. Uh, my favorite scene in Black Panther is when that Jeez. casino fight scene and Panther's running down the street. And then all of a sudden he gets to the end of it and Blade's standing there. And he's like, you know, yeah. some motherfuckers just try to skate up ice uphill and it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he cuts his head off. Blade. Yeah. yeah. yeah Blade. <laughs> I thought you were going right. to screw with me. All right. Alex, who you got, man? Well, I actually wanted to make a comment on something Rob said earlier um, about the, the Blade opening scene that we keep you know, not shutting up about. Um, I love how he was breaking down, like, why it's good. One thing that, like, that uh, I love about it is, you know, when Blade shows up, the vampires are afraid of him. You know, we've just established these scary vampires, this scary environment, this scary situation that poor guy's in, and then they're all backing up. And I'm pretty sure one of them says, Jesus, it's him. Yeah. Which is freaking right. hilarious to me. These creatures, these soulless, you know, beings of hell, one of them mutters, Jesus, it's him. <laughs> Remember, yeah. crosses don't work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, it kind of—it's obviously going to be uh, going to be played for me. It it did All more right. with less, and that's that's. There why you I'm go. Sure. It did more with less. Nice. 
All right, Kyle. So, Chadwick Boseman really did a great job in Civil War and his own fil- film, Black Panther. It's sad we won't ever get to see him be Black Panther in, what, in Wakanda forever. But since Blade has a has him tear out a throat and throw it at another guy. He learned that from Patrick Swayze. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm going with Blade. I'm going with Blade. All right. Blade. Ian. Oh, like I said, I, I uh, had a great time at Black Panther. Um, I thought it was a fun movie, but it w- really wasn't any Blade. I mean, Blade just is a classic. Everything about it is, you know, a 10. It's just a great movie. So for me, it's Blade. Nice, nice, nice. Wait, hold on. I'm seeing a private chat over here. Hold on a second. Hmm. Oh, Aaron sent something? Ooh. Aaron, Aaron, we're about to wrap up the show, bro. <laughs> really, dude? I, I, know saw, I saw him in chat. Aaron, so I was like, no, I more, I know no more video votes like right when we're about to end the show. If you're going to send a video vote, send it. Come on. Give me a couple days in advance or the day before, man. Come on. But since you're one of us, I'll make it count. Just let me know what it is, and we'll make it count. I'll, I'll do. I know what he's voting for. It, I okay? know what he's going to vote too. That's fine. That's fine. But no more last minute video votes, guys. Please. But yeah, mm-hmm. let me know who you got, Aaron. All right, Eric. Well, uh, it's pretty obvious, Blade. But <laughs> I would like to say so that Blade. I, I also kind of weigh both of these, uh, both of these movies as really important in like where they're placed in this whole marvel timeline because i think they're equally as as important uh to you know the heaviness of what they carry but my personal preference is obviously a bloody gory vampire movie so blade yes all right cool did aaron let us know who he wanted to pick Oh, I know. Not yet. You yeah, there it is. Okay, good. Thank you. All right, make it count because Aaron's the home. I got you. Got you, Aaron. Got you, dude. Right. Yeah. No more last minute. <laughs> no more last minute. Votes. I changed my mind. I changed okay, my mind. He said he, he, he thought this Owen. was Owen. Owen. Well, I go by which movie I've watched more times. I've watched Black Panther twice. I've seen Blade like 50 times. So, Blade. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Mm-hmm. All right, Rob. Oh, what blank um, man? Yeah, uh, it, it's actually a lot tougher for me than I thought it was going to be, because um, there's certain elements about Black Panther that are just very, very good. Um, you know, while Blade has this incredible uh, opening set piece, and Wesley Snipes just kills it, and the violence, the gore, vampires, you know. It's commendable because, like I said, I'm not a big vampire person, but Blade was a actually. I have to give it to Blade, and I just realized the big reason why wow. is that I'm Blade surprised. was the inspiration for one of the characters in my book, who was oh. an elvish vampire who was cursed becoming a vampire through a curse in the book, and he hated himself so much that he decided to go and destroy all the vampires. So. And Blade was a big inspiration for that. So I got to go with Blade. Oh, nice. When it leaves a lasting you, effect on you like that, mm-hmm. right. you got to give it to it. You know what I mean? Could you could you plug your book here, sir? 
Yes, my book is called uh, The Guardians of Unity, the book of Kaelin. Uh, it's a story about a young girl who gets uh, rescued by a, a pirate, and a pirate that rescues her from a war that breaks out in her, in her where she lives, and she grows up on a pirate ship, and she kind of goes through hell. It's not. It's actually not like a young teen book. It's very adult oriented. It's violent. Uh, there's some. Sweet. The Guardians yeah. of what? The Guardians of Unity, the Book of Kalen. And I'm actually currently working on book two, which is about Draven, who is the elf vampire. The st- second book is strictly about him. Nice. So, oh, shit. All right. Nice. Cool, man. Go out and get that book, you guys. Get the book. book of Unity. All right, Derek. Is this All right. Like the Book of Kalen? Yep. Yep. Okay. This is, uh, <laughs> once again, like everyone has already said, I'm not going to really say anything else. Uh, it's a pretty easy pick for for me, Meteor man, rest in peace, or you know, you know, Wakanda forever. But I got to pick Blade. <laughs> all right, all right, <laughs> all right. I am picking. What could Samurai guy be picking right now? <laughs> hey, hey, Black Panther was entertaining enough, despite my issues with it. That I went out and bought it in 4K, man. That's yeah, right. Uh, it's a fun flick, really entertaining, but. When we're comparing, think about this. If we're comparing comic book films and action movies now to Blade, that came out way back in 1998, that shows the lasting power of the fire choreography and the action sequences and the balls to rip out a motherfucker's throat and throw it at the enemy, which we don't see anybody doing today. So, yo, y'all know what's up. Twelve to two. Wow. <laughs> and you know, and, and it's unfortunate too because like Black Panther is not a bad movie, but you're just you're putting it up against a giant. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like same. You're putting it up against a giant. I mean, Blade was just something special, and like right. you said, you just don't see stuff like that nowadays. Uh, Black Panther, as much as I love it, is just another Marvel formulaic hero introduction movie, and just yeah. with a different uh, stroke of paint. You know. Right, right. Yeah, right. yeah. You're well, right. I'm gonna play the. I'm gonna. I'm gonna po- play the poll now. Of, uh, <laughs> oh, what God. the public voted for. Now, believe it or not, what has been the similar tradition on verses when we go to the public and have them vote? Right. It's the opposite. What is usually the <laughs> lopsided the opposite. Land, landslides, <laughs> or landslide, or it's mo- most of it is what's more recent and what's more popular. Yeah, they always yeah. vote for. Right, so you like, see, maybe nobody, Black Panther winning. Yeah, today's audience—they don't know what the fuck hard boiled is. They're gonna vote for John Wick too, right? Yeah. <laughs> obviously, yeah. we picked hard boiled over John right. Wick too. <laughs> obviously, yeah. right? But that's usually the case every week when we have the 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 public vote. What's more recent? What's more popular? Check this out. <laughs> wow! Wow! Shut the front door. Yeah. What's I'm stunned. That That's about how we went too, honestly. Yeah. Though, right? yeah, I'm I'm not yeah. that surprised. Blade is is something special, man. It's so just, good. You just don't get a movie like Blade no. anymore. You know, like the something that comes closest to it is kind of like 
the first John Wick without all the fantastical, like, like John Wick was just something different and special, you know? Yeah. So every now and then you get these special, The Matrix is a perfect example. You get these movies that are like one in a lifetime. Yeah. They kind of break mm-hmm. the mold. Uh, yeah. Sometimes yeah. they become very popular. Sometimes they become popular much later. I kind of feel like Blade is the kind of movie that if most people saw it now, they'd be like, whoa, you know, wow, this really like this exists. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. It's just a, it's a special movie. It's it's yeah. great. It's a great movie. I should I should make it known that uh, I'm actually one of the few that really like Blade Trinity, but it's mainly because of Parker Poise and Ryan Reynolds. But <laughs> <laughs> I do actually uh, like that know, movie. I, I I admit there's some fun parts in Blade Trinity for sure. Mm-hmm. I did enjoy them for sure. Yeah, but y'all know how I feel about that movie. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I heard yeah. some stories. Yeah, I heard own. some stories. <laughs> Wesley Snipes didn't even show up to the premiere of his own movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, really? All right, this was a blast. This was a fun. That's right. Urban Action Showcase is happening this week. You have two more days left, so you guys go to the website, check it out. It's awesome. They got a lot of panels, interviews, virtual reality experience. That's right. You don't even need goggles. That's right. A lot of cool stuff. They just celebrated the 30th anniversary of Big Trouble in Little China, all that good stuff. So make sure you guys check out the Urban Action Showcase. That's right. And uh, always an honor and a privilege and pleasure hanging out with all these legends here. That's right, son. All of their information is in the description box below. Make sure you guys to subscribe. Buy Rob's book. That's right. Retro Serial. Action Elite. Flick Snacks. Nick Knacks. Kyle Wong. Night Watch, son. Alex Chung. Contracts, baby. That's right. Metal Tavern Podcast. The Tag Team Champions of Metal. That's right. And Horror, baby. Subscribe to E-Rock. Get your shredding on, son. And if you're new here, Go ahead and subscribe to the old Samurai guy. And uh, we'll see you guys on the next one. Tomorrow, me and Radical Reggie are hanging out. We're going to be talking about surviving the game, baby. Nice. Is it really that bad? <laughs> it really that bad? No, it's Make not. Make sure you guys watch that it's video. Hard target, but it's, good. <laughs> it's being premiere uh, yeah. tomorrow <laughs> at 6 o'clock. And Saturday, uh, another premiere, me and martial arts uh, stuntman and actor Mark Strange we're doing a fight reaction to one of his fight scenes in uh, Yip Man 4. That's right. <laughs> the finale. Nice. So make sure you guys check that out on Saturday. And uh, keep watching movies. Keep representing. And I'll see you guys on the next one. And the panel here, don't go anywhere yet. But you guys, have a good night. Thank you, Samurai. Good night, everyone.